the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Wick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. And your questions, you call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867. It's a beautiful day out here at Millburgers. bright sunny sky, can't even see a cloud in that sky. Uh, so uh, come on out, and it's a cool day, and uh, it's nice and calm, and uh, lots of folks shopping. Not maybe as uh, um, the crowd, maybe not as big as last weekend, but that's okay. There is a little difference. You don't see anybody yelling about zombies, or uh, <laughs> you don't hear the train whistle. Hey, but that's going to start again very soon. Uh, we do our Christmas celebrations and stuff, so keeping that's an, right. That's right after Halloween. Yep. It's seems like it. Poor Thanksgiving sort of gets bumped aside, but um, it's, that's okay. Hey, and also the Salvation Army Angel Tree is already up, so uh, a lot of folks support that, and uh, we want you to come on out and uh, pick an angel off the tree. Uh, the Salvation Army does a great job of supplying thousands of kids, uh, actually tens of thousands, I think, with the gifts uh, and families for gifts for uh, Christmas. So come on by Millburgers and take an angel off the angel tree and then be an angel for uh, someone here in san antonio uh, and help them uh, have a wonderful christmas that's going on now and we'll tell you more about stuff that's going on uh, oh just did you have a question about herbs or just where they are yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, keep watching MillburgerNursery.com for more details on that upcoming thing. Plus, uh, Millburgers always has their Christmas celebration, and uh, this year there's going to be that plus some more stuff. So lots of fun stuff. And let's do a recap of last weekend, by the way. Um, it's amazing to me. First off, the blood drive, which which when I got here was kind of lagging a little bit. Uh, turned out to be great. They got about uh, 35 or so uh, folks to donate blood, which exceeded their expectations. Uh, and so the blood, uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center was very happy. Uh, Milberg, and so the blood, uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center was very happy. Uh, Millburgers was really happy. So thank you for coming out and making that a success. The um, event, the hot dog sales, the uh, 
balloon animals, the face painting, all were based on donations. So, you know, some people gave some, some people didn't give any, but that's okay. We raised nearly, at, at about a dollar a shot, about $1,700 for the South Texas uh, Food Bank, or San Antonio Food Bank. So, um, that's a big thing. That's great. And uh, we need to have the, the food bank on. We'll, we'll reach out to Eric Cooper out there because when you hear how efficiently they spend money on that food and where it goes, uh, you will be very impressed with the job they do. So uh, all, all, all to say thank you uh, on behalf of Millburgers for making it There's a big, a big success. Uh, big article in the paper about the surplus. Oh. They, they go from... Sort of feast, feast or of famine, famine. Yeah, yeah, because you get everybody mobilized to, to meet the needs. Blood? Yeah, and then they get the food. Oh, the blood or to food bank? Food keeps coming the food in. Bank. You know, oh, the get, food bank. Okay. Where storage is, storage is an issue. And so coordination is a big part of the uh, what makes the food bank efficient, too. Yeah, they. Um, I, I will reach out to them to talk to them because they have so many cool programs within it. Um, and it really, our food bank is a model uh, in the nation on their efficiency and how well they do. So, uh, again, on behalf of Millburgers, uh, you'll hear more about it during the show. But uh, for those who are listening now, I want to thank you for, uh, for supporting uh, the event, coming out, having a good time, and then supporting uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and the San Antonio Food Bank. Um, a few cyclamen out here. I got my first. Oh, did you already get your first? Uh Uh-oh. Purple, yeah. Look at all the fun. Yeah, I know. I think that's more than I've seen them having. uh, I I think so, too. I'm going to put my glasses back on because the pinkish-white one, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's... uh, (laughs) Is that a dual color or is that just a light pink? Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of a dual color. Okay. And then there's almost a salmon pink over there, and then there's the purple, regular pink, uh, rose... Lilac, and of course the white and the red are the dominant uh, uh, colors, but they're all beautiful, spectacular. Now's the time, uh, you know. We always uh, recommend you wait until November uh, because there's less likely to have hot spells, which they don't like. But you want to plant them in the shade. They're a shade plant, but they'll uh, bloom all. They bloom. They're blooming now spectacularly, and they'll bloom all. All winter, too. Hey, let me remind you, too. um, So uh, in front of us as we sit on the porch are all the perennials in the one-gallon container. There's about two more weeks for these guys to be on sale in the one-gallon for $4.18. And there's a a nice selection in front of us. Uh, Is that the fall aster that's the bright purple? Boy, is that pretty. Yeah. It's it's even pretty in the one-gallon. But when you get it in your landscape... And then next year, you know, it'll be a big mound and a real dominant plant if you plant it in full sun. So, I'm trying to. What, how? What would you compare that to? The color? Is that almost a um, mountain laurel purple? Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's a, it's a dark, rich purple. There's a lighter purple in front of it, but the, I like the my eyes attracted to the dark purple. Um, 
And so we have those on sale for the final two weeks. If you've been thinking about getting a landscape or foundation shrub, uh, like the dwarf yopon holly or Japanese boxwood or dwarf Burford holly, uh, those are on sale too. In the three-gallon container, they're just 11.88. And then ground covers are on sale. This is the final week for that 88 cents in the four-inch pot. Uh, shade trees are on sale, and now's the time to plant. Uh, and uh, you'll find those at 30% off. I hear at Merrill Brokers in the 10, 15, and 30-gallon uh, shade and ornamental trees. So uh, winterizer, fertilizer on sale. So check out MillburgerNursery.com. But uh, now that everything is kind of calmed down uh, here, this is a good day to come on out and, uh, and find those plants you've been looking What's for. What's the date today? Today's the 3rd, November 3rd. Okay, so we got folks... Uh, Sauce customers yeah. got one more week. Oh yeah, to uh, oh yeah, so that'd be a good day to, to, uh, to uh, come and pick uh, pick out their plants for the the coup- coupon for this winter. November 11th is the deadline, and uh, you also get fifty fifty dollar fifty dollars for uh, mulch, and then the list of plants is wonderful, and Millburgers has them all kind of concentrated over there, so. Uh, Come and get the, finish that out so you don't miss that deadline. And, of course, the, all the rules, you, if, if you have the coupon already, you probably know the goal is to uh, convert the 200 square feet of uh, uh, turf into uh, less water-hungry landscape plants and mulch. And, and even uh, there's an alternate program for the uh, hardscape. So got lots of choices. The timeline is uh, closing quickly. Yeah. Well, again, um, it's fall in San Antonio. This this even feels like fall, and it looks like fall too. As I kind of look out to the garden mums, are out there in the uh, the nursery, and they're pretty with the yellows or the rich uh, kind of what is that reddish purple? I don't know what color you'd call that. Um, garden mum. Purple, maybe. <laughs> it's not maroon. I, I was trying to make a joke. Oh, the that, rust. Yeah, the rust color, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's funny how you think of, uh, when you think of uh, garden mums and you think of rust, you do, you think of a really attractive, uh, showy color. And, of course, if you relate, relate it to other uh, metals, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's an ugly color, but... Uh, so okay, so the rest is sort of a brownish red, right? Yes. You see the see the red things mounding of those mums right over where, where the, that couple is standing to their to their right, our right, I guess. Uh, the the reddish thing that's kind of peeking over the table, I guess that's is that a mum or no? What is that? I think that's a mum. I, I think, think you're right now. That's where I was getting the color from, but I think you're right. And in. No, no, the big tall one where the woman is walking. Oh, oh, oh. And she's right in front of it. Now, there she goes. I don't, I and don't the know man, what it is. It's a pretty distinctive color. Yeah, it's a nice color. That's the maroon I was joking about. Um, so, anyway, um, oh. come on out here. Tell we us missed what. your joke, huh? No, I, you missed it because I didn't pick the right plant. So. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. That, that lady that asked us some questions earlier, she's getting broccoli. Looks like she's getting broccoli. She brought, she brought up a pomegranate, and it was kind of ugly on the outside. Just a smooth. bit gnarly. Big gnarly, yeah. But right. the inside was good. 
Well, and that's... And most people are having trouble with the inside that's, being That's black. right, yeah. That was... Uh, I guess we shouldn't have teased her because uh, she's harvesting nice big yeah. fruit with uh, the interior in great shape. Wonder, uh, I take it I, it was a wonderful... I, I told her we don't eat the outside of a pomegranate. Did you tell her you don't even eat the inside? <laughs> well, however, the outside may be just as good as the inside, huh. you know. But she loved pomegranate, so it's and funny. Then, and then she had, then she had a, a lemon with guess what kind of damage on Grackle it? damage. Grackle and damage. She didn't believe yeah. it, did she? No, she did not believe. No, I haven't. Uh, my my lemons are wonderful, and they're they're ripe now. Uh, but I and I've been lucky. I haven't gotten uh, grackle damage this year huh. for some reason. Uh, I got a few limes, but no—I mean, no damage there, of course. But uh, usually the lemons get it, and then I've got a about two tons of grapefruits. <laughs> and I gave it did well, huh? You no, know, I gave it to uh, uh, Judy. Tasted it, my wife, and then uh, some friends were here that love grapefruit, and they—they they said it wasn't sweet enough. And so I, yeah, uh, they're, they're going to get sweeter. Yeah, but it was a bloom sweet. I tasted it, and I said, it tastes wonderful. When when, when did, did we start having to have uh, grapefruits that tasted like oranges? <laughs> Isn't there supposed to be a little tang? Yeah. yeah. Sure, tang sure. But that didn't help me any because I didn't, couldn't unload any of my two, ton, oh. two tons of grapefruit. <laughs> But, That's yeah. why it made it in. Yes, it? Anthony, I know you want some. <laughs> Anthony will send an email soon here. To... That's why it, why it made it in. That, that yeah, blue sweet, yeah. It's very, uh, it's very good. It's got, seed, it's got seeds in it. It's quite a oh, yeah. Seeds. But I, yeah, I think it's wonderful. Hey, again, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866 Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Well, what's what is it time to plant now? You mentioned the spinach. Well, funny you should mention that. Is it? It's time to plant spinach. Calvin mixed them all up this time: pansies, cyclamen, and primulus. Oh, That's so vegetables and flowers. Calvin, dig in now. Section in the paper today. And so, and I did my share because I loaded my truck up with cyclamen and. Uh, the uh, spinach. Yeah. Spinach looks good in that four-and-a-half-inch container. I'm sp- I am get spoiled. I, I remember for years and years and years, we just used two-inch two containers for transplants. Yeah. Of course, even before that, you uh, seed up, up north. Of course, seed was easier up north than you down here. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they're, they're in larger containers now, and... Uh, Fend off, fend off the the pill bugs and the, the yeah. uh, s- and snails I, and whatever. It's so. Uh, it's also so much easier to grow them in uh, the raised, in the barrels. You know that I like. I yeah. Have lime trees and mm-hmm. and some peppers in there, and they always they're just less uh, susceptible to the marauding uh, pests that are out there. Kevin moved into the weather forecasting. Oh, are you? He, he's taking he's he's taking a pretty uh, big chance, saying the chance of a hot spell is greatly reduced once we move into November. 
<laughs> I mean, that's, that's stepping out there. Where he is on a limb. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how steady that limb is. Yes, if Steve Brown really might call me up and chastise me because he, he probably, probably wouldn't have let me get away with that. He'll start quoting you uh, places, uh, time, years that we've had hot spells in uh, November. Right? Yeah, I wonder uh, what the hottest uh, day in November is. Oh, record. gosh, it's, gonna, it's probably, Dennis, probably 90, right around 90. If yeah. you're listening, we want right, It's right on this paper in there. Oh, it does say with the hottest? Okay, yeah, Dennis. Yeah, in that uh, weather section, there's no, a... We'll look during the break. Yeah, there's a uh, record heat for this day. I don't know if it's for this month, too. Uh, but, yeah, it's not uncommon for us to see uh, close to 90. Prepare I think the high today is 80. Yeah. yeah. Prepare the soil with two inches of compost and 10 cups of slow-release lawn fertilizer per 100 square uh, 100 square feet. Jerry, and that, that that's for the uh, the pansies and the cyclamen and the primulas. I I, th- I think with spinach you you you'll be better off to use a winterizer fertilizer. Which is on sale, by yeah. the I think. Yeah, it's on sale. Well, and Jerry, if you've listened to the show the last few weeks, what we're talking about is that if it's a crop, a short-season crop, where you want to get maximized growth real early, like spinach, he's putting spinach in that category, then then you want that nitrogen available much quicker. But the, but you're not too far off with even with the slow release because half of that nitrogen is is uh, fast release even right, in that. Right. So if you got it at home and and spinach is a long term crop. Yeah, it does pretty well in the and uh, pansies and uh, cyclamen, all of them. Right. Of course, uh, that spinach is going to need a little more nitrogen than the, than the pansies. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's a leafy crop. Slugs and snails. <laughs> you gotta keep keep at them, uh, especially since the rains, huh? Oh yeah, the population is huge. Uh, just the slug and snail bait. I think at least uh, at least every two weeks you gotta replenish that, um, and then you'll you'll be having your uh, our friends the cabbage loopers back again too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now I have trouble uh, with the. Um, Jerry, what are those worms that are on the surface of the... Cutworms? Cutworms. I have a lot of trouble with cutworms. Not everybody does. But the cutworm, if you're digging in your soil and you see that army green color, darker one, they, they, they'll eat some of the foliage, but they'll also cut off those little plants you may... Yeah, they cut them off at the ground. Yeah, you may have a... You plant a row of a spinach, and then you may have them all laying down. And, you know what they call them, Milton? Mm-mm. Cut worms. What? Because they cut them off at the ground. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, and but, then, but if you you, you want to do well, you want to uh, have less problem raising a crop of spinach. Uh, these four and a half inch containers are hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, because they uh, they've got a, enough of a root system to tolerate little changes in the temperature and uh, uh, seem to be well bigger bigger areas that kind of keep the predators away from the foliage yeah and they start growing faster in other words the bigger the root system the faster they start growing and spinach is 
unfortunately not as fast as Swiss chard yeah. or some much of those other things. Rel- rel- much harder to grow, I always find it. I, wa- I, wonder, I w- at one time decided to to promote Swiss chard, you know, rather than spinach because it grew so fast. Yeah. People didn't go for it. They want spinach. Hmm. Yeah. They want to. They they want. They want to wait. I guess. And it's it's good. Calvin also m- mentioned our little buddy, the fire ants. I thought those things had all disappeared. Why would you think they disappeared? Because the well, weather? Well, I didn't see them. No, we no. in the summer there. In the summer, there were they no place. There yeah. were no place. Except except wherever I sat down on the ground. <laughs> and, and remember, let's see who who I forget the. The le- the legislative guy that said that he and Texas A and M were going to get rid of the fire. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a number of years who ago. Who was that? Who was that? Oh, was that uh, it wasn't Jeff Wentworth, was it? No, I don't uh, think it was Jeff. Jeff's smarter than that. Uh, I don't know who it was, but not, I not not Lyle. Was it Lyle Larson? No. At that time, I said I bet on the fire ants. <laughs> well, we, they're, they've kind of moved them into the category, the same category as cotton root rot now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of the the uh, pest hall of fame, you know. All this research and attention, and they're just as many as there were used to be. I, I guess the one though, the uh, the bees, they they have kind of dis- Africanized bees. Yeah, they've kind of dissipated. They've, they've been uh, the European honeybees have kind of bred with them and tamed them down a bit. Yeah. Hey, let's do this. We got Trace up here, but I want to give him as much time as possible. We got to take a quick break, so don't go anywhere, Trace, or you can you can go. He does right that every time you come up, Trace. Well, he just kind of he just kind of works out wrong timing See, wise. You know, I got to take a break, and then we'll we'll talk to Trace about a bunch of different it's stuff. A control thing. It's a control thing. All right, 210 Hey, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Normally, I take this time to talk about Millburgers, but I'm going to come back to Millburgers in just a second because I want to talk about you. And I want to thank you on behalf of Millburgers for making last weekend's big Halloween celebration a huge success. What do I mean by a huge success? Well, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center was on hand collecting blood donations, and they exceeded their collection projections thanks to your generosity in donating blood. Speaking of generosity, Millburgers customers donated over $1,700 to help the San Antonio Food Bank in just two days. What a big success. And thank you on behalf of Millburgers for your generosity. To learn more about all the exciting events that are going on in Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com, where you'll find all terrific sale items this week, including landscape shrubs, perennials, ground covers, and much, much more. Learn more at millburgernursery.com and head on over to Millburgers. Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. 
9.30 a.m. The Answer thanks you for supporting our great sponsors and some have incredible offers right now in the marketplace, including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. My name is Judge Scott Roberts, and I'm running for re-election as judge of County Court at Law Number 12. My court is a criminal misdemeanor court, and I am asking for your vote. Since I was elected eight years ago, I've presided over 100 criminal jury trials, disposed of over 20,000 cases, and reduced the court backlog by over 1,000 cases. I have collected over $4 million in fines, fees, and court costs, including over $300,000 in victim restitution payments. I've doubled the size of the mental health court. Judge Scott Roberts has been married for 32 years and is a man of faith, family, and freedom. I'm Judge Scott Roberts, and I'm asking for your vote. Vote for Judge Scott Roberts, County Court at Law Number 12, endorsed by the San Antonio Police Officers Association and the Bear County Probation Officers Association, paid for by Scott Roberts for Judge Campaign, Dr. Jim Legler, Treasurer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m., The Answer, are all about what's going on in the world, but the weekends are all about you. From expert advice to lifting up God, family, and country, we Weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From how to care for your pets to caring for your loved ones, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas, where Al is saying it's Thanksgiving still. He's playing Thanksgiving songs, thank you songs. Yeah. Okay. He's going to resist the trend to go to the He's resisting Christmas. Well, I tend to agree. (laughs) We're setting up our Christmas, but there are so many things that you need to do to get ready for Thanksgiving, including all the the color plants. You've got to make sure it looks great. Oh, nice. You've got to start putting your cyclamen in. Cyclamen, pansies, snapdragons. 
all that stuff needs to be done now so it looks great for when uh, when the family comes over. I'm a little concerned, Milton, because I went in there to buy my first Cyclamen. Yeah. And the cler- the clerks had a pre-authorized uh, slip from Trace, let you know, let you let me. I said the same thing. I said, "You want me to sign off on a blank ticket?" What? <laughs> I, uh, I guess when I walked in the door, they the, uh, the cyclamen that says it started, it started. <laughs> well, they're on sale this week, aren't they? They're for they're sale. For sale. Uh, oh, they're oh, listed no. in the ad. Uh, well, now if they're okay. going to be on sale, they'll certainly be on sale after I bought. And there is a great selection. We do plan that, by the way. Oh man, there uh, is a great great selection. selection. Uh, is this one of the biggest selections that you've had? Uh, no, I think about two weeks will be the biggest. Oh uh, wow, really? When we uh, holy cow! Gosh, we better sell a up. bunch because they're they're filling up the whole space over there. Yeah, but if you go and you look, they're spaced out. Are they? Yeah, we got to make sure that there's plenty of. Uh, of air circulation. Well, and they're they're big plants, so when you look at a tray, it, it looks absolutely full, but it's got nine plants in right, it. Right, instead of eight. So you got yeah, so you got to have two. That, that that that's cool too. Makes you feel uh, part of the deal. Now the other that other thing is that four and a half inch spinach. Yeah, you saw that, huh? Oh gosh, yeah, I got those too. Those were nice. Buck, yeah, they're, they're only a buck forty-eight on sale. They're, yeah, they're regular dollar eighty-nine. We got them on special for a dollar forty-eight, along with a lot of other cool weather vegetables too. So uh, there should have been uh, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower. Uh, actually, two different types of cabbage. Uh, should have been some Swiss chard and I think some celery. And oh, good celery. Other, celery, yes. So I you like can, the celery. You can do that yeah. again. That was fun. I didn't see the celery. I'll have to look at it. Well, they keep trying to mix it in on the herb table, and I keep making them move it back. So uh, <laughs> it might be on the herb table. Yeah. Oh, okay. It looks an awful lot. Yeah, like, that definitely. If it's on the herb table, I definitely haven't done much searching. Uh, are there still? Um, I always rely on Jerry to give me advice about herbs. The strawberries? Are the strawberries pretty much gone? They've been gone. Okay. Wow, that's great. So they sold out pretty good, huh? Yep, took a couple of weeks, and we moved through the the entire uh, good batch of them. Well, well the, appreciate, appreciate the last ones that. went to the food bank. It was because well, yeah, they're going to go. The last, the last few of them got sold to the uh, food bank. Oh lord! To the garden. Yeah. I yeah. No, I food Do, well, it was a donation to they, the food they, bank from They sell a lot. Yeah, they our, have their own garden. One of our listeners actually. They grow a lot of strawberries. Yeah. One of our listeners. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Uh, bought them for the food bank? Isn't that that 25? How cool is that? He wanted more, but I mean, I sold him what I had. So. Yeah. How cool is that? That's great. Um, and I did mention that uh, the food bank we raised about $1700 for the food bank and yes, sir. our drive exceeded expectations. I think that's great. Yeah, it is. Uh, for those of you who uh, have signed up for saws packages, uh, you know we're we're getting to the the nitty gritty, and you're better off uh, coming in sooner than later. That's what we said. There's still still got the assemblage over there. Yeah, but uh, it'll, there'll be there'll be folks on the 11th, and then we mentioned the fact that you also get uh, mulch, the mulch sub- subsidy too. You want to take advantage of. Fifty dollars there. Uh, so, if you're pl- and the, the the key the thing is that so a lot of people have planned to convert pieces of their landscape to a lower water use, more colorful look. And just remove the grass and uh, you may as well just go ahead of it. Take advantage of this wonderful weather and uh, use the use the coupon 
uh, to get those plants you need. They don't have to be planted immediately. I mean, when you, if you get a chance to come to this weekend to get the plants, and then if you don't get a chance to plant them until a couple of days into the week, it's, they're, they're still going to be fine. And we did get in some um, some baskets this week that I was impressed with. Uh, pansies uh, with alyssum. We got marigold hanging baskets. Well, all those good fall colors. If you get within 50 feet of the front area, you also notice that there are stocks. There are stock. Oh, the fragrance is Big so wonderful. Stock. We actually we have a four-inch stock as well. So, uh, and it looks like they're all doubles, so they should all be the fragrant ones. Oh, good. Yeah. Where are they? Where are they? Four-inch stock. We're somewhere near the the Snapdragon table. At, oh, okay, at, I the see. The one behind. Okay. See the Dusty Miller, that way out there. Okay. Oh, okay. And then the big stocker right behind, uh, right where that gentleman in the pink is. Oh, way out there. Okay. That's where the little ones are. Over here's the big ones. Oh, the pink. I got you. What is the the maroonish colored plant? I think you're talking about the coleus. Oh, okay. In the the whiskey barrel. I guess so. The real tall one. That's the coleus. Okay. The two against this. Yeah, we just, I didn't know. I was talking about all the, the mums, and I kind of grouped it with, but obviously it's not. Well, we do have mums. Yes, we do. Lots of And, uh, you know, historically, um, mums are, are said and done by Halloween, but this year they had the heat delay and uh, all the cloudy weather for September, so we still have plenty of good-looking mums uh, that could make it all the way to Thanksgiving. Huh. Yeah, there were, uh, on the Halloween uh Celebration. I noticed in the neighborhood there were a number of folks that did what we talk about, you know, with, for a quick, you know, just get the the mums in containers and you put them in the shade and you can put them, send a little mulch around them, makes them look, look even more permanent. But, uh, you know, you're looking for, if you're looking for three or four weeks of, uh, or five weeks of uh, good color, uh, that, that's an Excellent they, way for they company. are a great perennial too. Yeah, when you got when you got company coming, they're always a quick quick fix. Again, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Trace, what are folks coming in and asking questions about now? Well, we a lot of fertilizer questions, okay. a lot of fungus questions, oh. and the winter rye. Uh, everybody's Bermuda looks starting to get a little sleepy, so they're already starting to overseed their winter rye. Well, they're, my uh, rescue grass has made it made itself. Uh, I don't know. It's got the uh, the horse herb has got such a head start on it, but I'm yeah. sure it'll, uh, the rescue grass will come. In. Do its share in the sustainable winter lawn. <laughs> but uh, it's they're all. It, all it, it's amazing how how pretty and green that it is. is. Well, and if early like in the season, early in the season, both the horse herb and the uh, rescue grass are easy to mow, and they they grow at a reasonable rate, kind of a uniform rate. Mm-hmm. They get uh, two months from now, they'll be desperate to. To release seeds, so right. they, they get a little scraggly, and uh, the growth rate increases. But right now, they're really pretty easy to make them look very attractive. <laughs> you don't even have to water them. Yeah. Since Calvin's now a weather person, what is it supposed to do tomorrow? I know that today is is nice. Wednesday. I thought I heard rain tonight. Rain tonight or when? Or yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, what they said. Uh, and then short, Wednesday too. They said short it. period of time, but by our show time. 
It'll be clear like this. Okay. Don't forget to fall back. Extra hours. Get extra hours. Is that tonight? That's tonight. Yeah, tonight. Okay. Get a wake up at 2 o'clock and then set it back. So if we don't, we'll get here, what, an hour? We'll get here an hour early. This is the the one I never really have to worry about because in the worst case scenario, my employees will show up an hour early. Yeah, it says... uh, I I love the reaction to those folks that are traditionally late and they get here early. I mean, it's just like like they've let themselves down, you know. (laughs) And I just kind of... I used to just kind of glint or glow, glow at them. Oh, it's so good yet you're here, trying to make up for all the time that you've lost. Before. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, Calvin, Calvin, Calvin. Yeah, no. All right. What else is going on, Trace? Anything else? Uh, well, we should be getting our living Christmas trees in pretty soon. Uh, there's, we've got a, we've got some that we've brought up front already that uh, that we got in earlier. So we've got some really nice cedar deodoras and some junipers. Um, spiral junipers came in this week, so mm. if you're wanting that that Christmas feel for Thanksgiving, and that would be something that you could. And I've got around. I've got two of the those live Christmas trees that I bought in past years. The the uh, Deodore Deodore cedar, that's it's about twenty six twenty seven feet tall. Wow. It looks good. It looks great. They're yeah, very that's attractive. A, that's a pretty. And then the Arizona cypress, which is a more much more Dependable, although with global warming, I don't know this. There you go. Theodore Cedar may never have that top freeze back like it did 30 years ago. Right. We we'll we'll never have another cold spell like that. <laughs> right, Trace. Um, no. <laughs> Poor Trace. All right. Cool. Well, let's what kind of, um, you know I'm in the nursery industry. You know yeah. I, I pray for those kinds of things. Arizona. How, how many different kinds of Arizona cypress have we got? There? I believe I have two. Uh, the regular one and blue ice, I think. Uh-huh. Blue ice. What? And they're in three-gallon containers, some of them? Or? I think they're bigger. bigger? Um, I'll, go, I'll have to go look at them. I'm pretty sure they're larger. So that might be something that somebody out there, is, if you're thinking about a, one on an evergreen tree, uh, that Arizona cypress. Just pick the one that looks that has the most conical shape and use it for for the Christmas tree, and then plant it in the landscape. They're pretty, they're invincible so far. All right, let's go to the phone lines now and talk to Carolyn at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Carolyn. How you doing today? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Oh, thank you. I have a problem with twig girdlers on my pecan trees. In previous years, they were on the hackberry tree, um, but then this year they've moved in and made a, they're making a mess. Um, for one thing, and then they're also destroying the pecan crop. Can you tell me something about them? <laughs> no. <laughs> are they... When you say destroying the crop, are they... Well, if they're cutting off the attacking end. the le- the branches that have a lot of pecans. No. Yeah, they're knocking off the pecan the branches that are producing fruit. The pecan. No, I've never seen that. And um, and so they they're about some of the pecans are getting ripe, but some are not quite ready to drop. And uh, right. So I'm throwing them over the fence. I live out in, out in the country, so I can do that. It might just continuing the problem for next year? Like yes. They, the, their eggs? The, 
Yes, the life cycle of those signs is that uh, the female. Uh, ha have you seen any any of the actual girdlers? That you know, they're a pretty big bug, pretty big, uh, pretty big no, insect. Not, Pierce. Not looked, but um, they're big, hard-backed bug, like a beetle, kind of like a beetle. Really. Yeah, but, but anyway, what they do, they deposit their eggs and, and then cut off the branch and it falls to the ground. Okay. So, so you need to, uh, and, and then the egg uh, goes ahead and uh, uh, matures yeah. in that in Yeah, that the egg branch. is in the end of that branch that they cut yeah. off. Yeah. And, and then they'll they, back next year. They come back next year, so... Uh, rather than if you if you could shred it, it would be better. If you had a shredder, or burn it, burn the branches yeah. that fall off. But okay. it's relatively easy, and most times to collect all the stems. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's what I'm and then get the nuts, get the pecans, and just collect all those stems. And at very least, put them in a in a some couple of plastic bags and. And uh, discard them in the garbage. Yeah. Oh, oh we don't have garbage service. <laughs> I'm on a farm. Well, well, just burn them, or burn them, or, or shred them. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's Rather than just I, throwing you know, them over the fence. Yeah, I, because I, they'll just come back. I'm trying to imagine uh, how, how big a problem you have. Uh, do, how many branches do you pick up? Every day, about ten of them, and they're about a foot long with four or five ten pecans on it. Uh, and, and that's and, and it that's looks like they've been it looks like they've been cut off with a with a knife or something, right? Exactly. Oh, they're not just they're not just like splitting off. Yeah. Exactly. They're chewed off. Real huh. clean cut. Where do you live? Um, Fayette County, Northern Fayette County. Oh, way out there. Okay, good. Clinton Bippert's old county. Remember? Uh, oh Bippert's yeah, old. I remember Mr. Bippert. <laughs> okay, yeah, he was my county agent. Okay. Um, well, there's really, really nothing you can spray those big bugs with. Uh, I don't know when you would spray them anyway. You want to be on the radio? Okay. The only way to control them is to. Uh, Throw away the, the throw away the, uh, the like I said the uh, the limbs that fall off, and if if you see any that's been cut, so the problem with that is, all of them don't fall off. Uh, Why? So if you if you can see see the, that they've been cut, and not falling off, try to knock those off that uh, that. Uh, that uh, haven't fallen off yet, and destroy that those branches too. You're trying okay. to lower the population for next year. All right. Well, and I've even found a pine tree branch that was cut. Wow. I, that is unusual. Would, uh, yeah, yeah. But they're really uh, um, on pecans. Yeah. Have you got a big tree? I've got five. Great big trees. Uh, yes, they're old. They were planted when I was a little girl, uh, and I'm 60 years old. So, okay. Do you know what uh, varieties they are? Um, they are a native pecan. Okay. And, uh, 
It's a very soft. I do not know the, the variety because it's, it's a native pecan my mother dug up from a creek bed. All and, right. Uh, it's a soft shell, a very tasty soft oh, shell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those native pecans have uh, more more oils in them, that, and uh, they're they're uh, they they're 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 a lot they're a lot have have more oils in them and have more taste to them than some of the some of the modern day paper shell types. Really? So that's what makes it so good. I Absolutely, there was an oils in them. And uh, so well, my them, dogs like my dogs even like to eat them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go after them. Okay. Thanks, okay, Carolyn. Okay. Sorry, sorry, we couldn't give you something to wipe them out, but uh, the best control <laughs> is to uh, get rid of the fallen limbs. Uh, right. I guess I will have to do that next year. You got a good right. crop this year, pecan crop. Oh, it's lo- the tree is loaded. Yeah, See, they're, they're, they're actually doing you a favor. Do you realize that? No, no, no. Thinning How the, is that? They're thinning the pecans. Oh, the crows oh, the usually pecans. do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you are out in the country, girl. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Carolyn. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. We'll be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Normally, I take this time to talk about Millburgers, but I'm going to come back to Millburgers in just a second because I want to talk about you. And I want to thank you on behalf of Millburgers for making last weekend's big Halloween celebration a huge success. What do I mean by a huge success? Well, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center was on hand collecting blood donations, and they exceeded their collection projections thanks to your generosity in donating blood. Speaking Speaking of generosity, Millburgers customers donated over $1,700 to help the San Antonio Food Bank in just two days. What a big success. And thank you on behalf of Millburgers for your generosity. To learn more about all the exciting events that are going on in Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com, where you'll find all terrific sale items this week, including landscape shrubs, perennials, ground covers, and much, much more. Learn more at millburgernursery.com and head on over to Millburgers. It's 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. The following advertisement is paid for by Patrick Von Dolan. Howdy. My name is Patrick Von Dolan. And on behalf of the San Antonio Family Association, I want to share a word of encouragement with you to go vote yes on the San Antonio Propositions. It's time for we the people to be listened to again. This can be achieved by voting yes on Propositions A, B, and C. You have a chance to restore the people's voice in local government by voting for Proposition A. You know that Proposition A would make San Antonio City Charter consistent with the state of Texas law for over 1,200 other Texas cities, including the city of Austin and Houston, 
We don't have time to wait to save San Antonio from the ever-increasing local government tax and spend policies. A richly funded special interest group is misleading voters. It's time to bring common sense back to San Antonio. It's time to have more government accountability before citizens. It's time to vote yes on Propositions A, B, and C. We appreciate your time and consideration to vote yes on Proposition A, B, and C. For more information, go to SanAntonioFanAssociation.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Only the most biased among us think the media aren't biased. As we head into next Tuesday's midterm election, major newspapers and the broadcasting cable networks like CNN and MSNBC are on a jihad against President Trump. They want the outcome to be Democrat victories as payback for how the president has outed their biases. Here's what Wall Street Journal columnist Daniel Henniger wrote in yesterday's paper. Quote, for every hour of his presidency, not least the wee Twitter hours of the morning, Donald Trump and this country's media have been in a death struggle. Much of the press by now is determined to annihilate the Trump presidency because it thinks Mr. Trump, fake news, enemy of the people, is determined to annihilate them. Actually, the president would love it if the press admitted their biases and did something to correct them. Reporters don't seem to care what large numbers of Americans think. They believe they're objective when they're anything but. Objectionable would be more like it. Remember all of this when you vote next Tuesday or vote early. It matters. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. We encourage you to give us a call like Carolyn did and talk to us and find out what's going on in your yard. 210-308-8867 or like uh, the other woman came by. She had a gardening question. She asked it in person. We didn't we didn't put her on the air, but uh, she, uh, she, she was... She what? had weed, weed samples. Oh. Uh, the tiniest little specimens... Uh, and she only she wanted one of them identified. The the other she must have gotten identified, and it was uh, oh the money what the, the little round dollar weed. Dollar weed. No. Oh. Yeah. Which I'm hear hear more and more about out west, out west in the California in some places they use it for actually for ground cover. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here it's harder to manage, I think. Neil had a big picture of Spurge. Yeah. Big picture of Spurge in the paper. And thistle is the other thing that's coming up everywhere now. Oh, yeah. And uh, that that one lady that came in, she she did, she didn't, she said, well, she, she was, she was going to plant a fall garden, but uh, it rained too much, so she didn't get to plant a fall garden this year. Hmm. And I said, Look at all those greens crop uh, transplants over there. This is the ideal time to plant broccoli and 
and uh, cauliflower and those types of things, especially even, broccoli. Even carrots and oh yeah, lettuce by seed. And we, we have a Crawford uh, lettuce seed here at Member Free. And get your you can get your radishes and Is you it can free. Get, we were going to ask Member. <laughs> no, whoops. We'll have to double check. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else? But anyway, it's turnips, beets, dollar, whatever. Beets. There's a number of different kinds of beets over there too. Oh, and I meant to ask Trace too of the veggies. The fire spike. Didn't he talk about that coming in, or was it already in? He talked about it last weekend. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, I'm sorry. So yeah, back to veggies. Back to fall and winter veggies. Fall and winter vegetables on sale too. Uh, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower. A buck forty-eight for the four and a half inch. There you go. Container. He even got the the forty-eight cents in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. He didn't round it <laughs> up like it up. I did. Now I want to also mention to people, of course, fall is for planting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking at the sale items here. And they've got uh, final two weeks for 40% off of, of perennials. Mm-hmm. And that includes lantana, salvia, Mexican heather, asters, and more. And they've got 40% off of the uh, landscape and foundation shrubs. Our favorite uh, uh, dwarf Yopon holly and dwarf Burford holly are on sale for 40% for 40% off for t- two weeks. Final two weeks. And oh Lord, what? On, on ground cover, this is the final week to save 40%. On uh, Asian jasmine. Larapi, Aztec grass, monkey grass, and dwarf monkey grass, and more on the ground covers. So this is the final week to save 40% off those. And like I said, this is with all with all the rain that we've had and, and things like that, uh, this is the ideal time to plant uh, perennials, uh, uh, shrubs, and, and ground covers. So I wanted to call that to your attention before the time runs out. Time Uh, running out. Mm -hmm. Scary. Yeah. (laughs) The year. Time's running out of the year. The year has flown by. Yeah, another year. It's just surprising. And you were reminding us all and everybody in the audience that uh, tonight is the daylight saving Mm -hmm. fall back time. So that'll be an adventure. (laughs) <laughs> I want to mention also Calvin's article is on forcing bulbs, right? Oh, good. And he's got a pretty picture in there with it, several good, pretty pictures of forced bulbs. And uh, we always get complaints that uh, people want to want to uh, have that information, but they don't get the newspaper. I never thought thought I'd see the day that uh, everybody didn't take the newspaper, but I guess I'm showing my age. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, this time, Calvin sent sent the article sent the article in today's paper to me, and I put it on uh, 
Forcing Holiday Bubs from PlantAnswers.com in the topics of the month. And uh, uh, looking, th you, you know, I, I knew that, I, I figured that we had written some articles on that in the past, but my mem memory fail fails me sometimes, so I got to looking for uh, forcing bubs and uh, uh, write up about, write ups about uh, amaryllis. Mm -hmm. uh, they, 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 they've taken the amaryllis bulbs. I forgot to ask Trace. I get, assume they still got a good supply of amaryllis bulbs. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, but uh, I found an article by Greg Grant. Oh. And put it on uh, topics of the front page, topics of the month, right under Calvin's forcing holiday bulbs. And it's called Amaryllis, the Lasting Magic of a, of a Christmas Flower. That's a good title. And what, he, what he's talking about is you can force them for Christmas, and then you can plant them out and have them for years to come. Yeah. My mother used I've to, seen, and I've seen some places in San Antonio. I remember we were sort of surprised because it wasn't Christmas, and uh, it was kind of <laughs> like uh, someone had taken a corner of their street where they just had that little uh -huh. little uh, kind of area between the, the uh, street and the sidewalk, and they had planted a, a little uh, section uh, for amaryllis. And so they were all in a bunch, and they were all really very pretty. They were oh, all blooming. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were spectacular. What about the – what were those amaryllis in the old days that uh, they're still – that uh, naturalized so well, uh, kind of the uh, – he said that the new exotic ones, we're not sure how they'll perform. Right, right. You're talking about the the red, red, red striped one? Yeah. Red and uh, white striped uh -huh. one? Was there, I can't remember the name. It seemed like there was a name that we, of course, when you quit talking about them for <laughs> 10 years, you forget the name. But uh, that. With, uh, with us, if you quit talking about it for one year, we forget the <laughs> or name. Or 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh I think that that bub is is talked about and pictured in uh, Greg. Did you hear me saying that Greg? I found an article. Oh no, I didn't. I was Plant answers to the, that uh, talking to the Greg Grant had written on amaryllis, the lasting magic of a Christmas flower, and he talks about. Uh, I want to say Benja, Benjamina, but I don't think that's right. And then I've also found an article. Which I put on the front page there, flat answer. Uh, forcing bulbs. One of forcing bulbs. And then I found one on lasagna bulb planting that I'd written a year, years ago. That I, I think I'd got out of the Netherlands or something. And they talk about planting different bulbs so they come up and bloom at different times. Like a lasagna, you know, mixture of bulbs, yeah. like a lasagna. Now, one of one of the things about forcing bulbs is, and that you got plenty of time now before the holidays. You can kind of pick and choose the ones you want, to make your plan. Okay, I have to hold the thought because we're going to go to breaking. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. We haven't gotten many uh, calls from outside of San Antonio, like Johnson City Joe or um, or others. We had the guy, what was his name, who called us. He listens on the road. Uh, the gone lady was in Facebook. Oh, that's true. She was, yeah. Yeah. Where's Fayetteville? Where is that? No, it's up toward Houston. Oh, okay. All right. Fayette County. Oh, Fayette County. Okay. Fayetteville's in North Carolina, isn't it? Well, that Uh, Arkansas and oh yeah, you're right. There's Fayetteville's, I think, a lot of places. All right, two one zero three. We were talking about something. Oh, you were talking about forcing bulbs, and we had to go to a break. So you were. You want to get back to that? Yeah, Yeah, we were just uh, alerting folks that there was. Uh, plenty of time, but the, we wanted to mention that early so that the you get the selection, you get the bulbs you want, get them, and then even if you're not going to start them until for for the gifts, you know, in a few weeks or a month, but uh, and the ones you have to put in a refrigerator. Yeah, that's that's you true. If you want the hyacinths, uh, and then. Uh, Jerry mentioned all those other articles. I, in the Ar- uh, Express News article, I just mentioned how to do three, which are pretty easy. But there's others, too. And I think in J- Jerry's other articles in the Plant Answers, they're covered. Or you can go to the... I haven't, I haven't compared the articles. <laughs> I just put them... Uh, there's four articles. Forcing Holiday Bubs, Amaryllis, The Lasting Magic of a Christmas Flower by Greg Grant, and Forcing Bubs... And lasagna bulb planting. Hey, we um, can we take a quick break and go talk to Lou? Sure. We got Lou on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Lou, what you know? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hey, enjoy the show. Just a quick, Thank you. Just a quick question. Um, a couple of, about a, two weeks ago, I bought uh, a large hybrid rose, and it's maybe an eight-gallon pot. And I chopped off some of the old rosebuds, and now it's starting to bloom again. Is that going to retard it in the spring? What is it? You, did you say old did rose? That? He bought a hybrid rose. Yes, a rose. A hybrid rose. In an eight-gallon container? And maybe a seven- or eight-gallon container. It's a pretty big a big, A big container, huh? Yes. And your question is, you cut it back and it's starting to rebloom and uh-huh. what? It'll, that won't stop. That won't slow down the spring bloom. Oh no! Uh-uh. Yeah, mine is. Belinda's dream is got tons of new growth on it again, we, for like a second time. <laughs> in fact, we you just we, can't kill that rose. No, we, you can't. We spend a lot of time preparing for the fall, the fall bloom. This is one of the premier bloom seasons for for a lot of plants. So just take advantage of it, enjoy it, and go ahead with your planting, whatever okay, you plan to. Am I, should I cut any of the dead pieces off now or wait? The dead? Dead pieces. Yeah, you can cut the dead yeah. off. Okay, I'll cut it all off. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay. Sure. What kind of rose was it? I know it's hybrid. Do you remember the variety? Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe it's a yellow rose, big long stem. Okay. Cool. All righty. Thanks, man. Thanks, okay, Lou. Thank you. Bye. Talk to you soon. 
All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Did we finish talking about the uh, the forcing? Yeah, we were just uh, just wondering. You forced us to finish, man. I know. All the, and you didn't bloom. All the resources that were available. <laughs> and I wanted to mention, you know, the paper whites are uh, really, we talked about the amaryllis replanting, but uh, the paper whites, you can uh, plant those. Any of the varieties you got, you plant those outside in the shrub border or corner of the lawn, they'll come back year after year. Early in the season, you know, December you'll start getting foliage, and January you'll get the blooms. And the deer don't eat those, so they're they're uh, an easy addition to the landscape. But anyhow, take a look at those uh, the articles, or if you don't get the paper, go to plantanswers.com. And then uh, uh, make your plans for the forcing the bulbs. Right. I mean, it's fun to do. It's especially fun with the kids, or uh, you know, the children, the oh, yeah. younger young people. Yeah, I always think that's. Uh, and like, like I, I used to tell the story that my, I would give my mother a hyson every year. Uh, I mean, uh, not a amaryllis. Amaryllis every year. And she, I think she enjoyed watching the stem grow almost daily as she did the big flower that came on top. And so, uh, uh, and, and trades, uh, they, they, they have a good, good selection here of, of, of really nice bulbs, uh, uh, amaryllis bulbs to use in that kind of situation. So you could, you could have your, your children. Um, they got those kits for for growing uh, amaryllis, right. forcing them. You could have the kids put together the uh, kit for the grandma, and then also do a kit for themselves too. Yeah. So they got this dual kind of uh, yeah, lay, and it links it links the grandmother and the grandkids too. Yeah. Which all both of them like. And they get they they the neat thing about it is they grow indoors. I mean, you know, you don't have to put them out outside in the sun or anything like that. They grow in a windowsill, and you don't have to worry about fertilizing them because all the nutrients and, and uh, that they need is in the bulb itself. And the bigger the bulb, the the bigger the bloom usually. Do you? What about some of the other bulbs? Will they come back? Can you plant them out? Side too, like the hyacinth one that's. Oh close. yeah, okay. yeah, you can plant hyacinth. Except the hyacinth needs cool. Oh. Cool, chill every year. Oh, so just bef- like the tulips. So, but what about forcing it though? Uh, you, well, yeah, you force it. You would. The force of the chills not. Yeah, they just cut. The, you know, after the foliage declines, you just cut it back and you just leave it until you're ready to give it its six weeks chill in the refrigerator, yeah. and then it'll come back. Neat thing about. It. Some of the some of the bulbs is that they're very fragrant, mm-hmm. and uh, like, like da- daffodils and things like that are very fragrant. So you get the is fragrance. That, is that as the long same as, as bloom. smelling? Yes, like that's pa- fragrant. Paper whites. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't stink, but yeah, Calvin. Yeah, man. I do, yeah, it depends on your opinion. You know? uh, yeah, I know. That was going to say, <laughs> Calvin. What was it? What was it he described? Was it paper whites last week? It, yeah. It wasn't even. You weren't even diplomatic like you usually are. It was like some people don't find the fragrance pleasant. You were. You were just like. 
Dentist stinks. stinks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even mince words on that I, one, though. I think it's easier to take outside. I mean, because it gets yeah. diluted, and then there's some that they they have different fragrances. I know we had a had a demonstration planting at the botanical garden, uh, and Mr. Moy, Mr. Moy, uh, the the Moy Grande Biscuits guy, uh, would he loved bulbs. And uh, he actually put his own demonstration in and uh, showing us that, that uh, some paper, he, like, he, like he said, you'd ask him about that, the regular paper white that we look at. And he said, no, 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 that, that stinks. That's, that's no good, no good. And, uh, <laughs> but he had some paper whites that had a sweet fragrance to them, not, not that overpowering uh. fragrance to them. So do you, so, do you suppose we're giving uh, f- uh, folks who don't like their mother-in-laws uh, hmm. uh, you know, an opportunity to, to have a smile and give a nice gift and, and cackle to themselves because it's going to have an unpleasant <laughs> going fragrance? Going to run them out of the house. Huh? All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. James is on the line. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, just fine, man. How you all doing? Doing okay, man. It's pretty day. Beautiful. I see a couple little lazy clouds in the sky. Other than that, it's absolutely gorgeous. And they're, they're kind of cute, too. Well, I got the plastic on the greenhouse before the wind started blowing, so I got all my work done today. That's good. Uh, you were lucky. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I got up real early. Um, I got a question for you guys. I got some... Uh, there's only two trees left of those uh, chang saws that I got from Malcolm, I don't know, 15 years ago. Yeah. One's a little short dwarf like me that produces copious amounts of tangerine. <laughs> the big one, which is the same size as the ones out there that Malcolm had, hardly ever has anything on it. Do those? Huh. Do they naturally go dwarf on you, or is that... No. How tall is your is your dwarf? Oh, uh, 12 feet. 10, 12, 12 feet. feet. Tall, Malcolm, 12 Malcolm, feet was, Malcolm was about 20 feet, wasn't it? Well, I was, I was picking with them three-legged ladders out there, and we were using a... Uh, through a ten foot ladder, and there was a whole bunch more tree above that. So yeah, at least a, 18, 17, 18. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know why it's dwarf, but they—they uh, they are all—they're all from seed. I mean, uh, they were all grown from seed, and uh, they come true from seed. But now that doesn't mean that you might not have a a genetic dwarf. In other words, you can have some genetic variations in the somatic seedlings. But uh, I've not heard of anybody talking about having a dwarf like that. But if you have a dwarf and you save the seed 
from that from the that fruit, then it, theoretically it should be a dwarf. Well, I like got another. a. 50 or 60 trees out there that I've started from um, that the, the seed of that tree, but I, I've never seen them, so I don't know what they look like. I guess I'm going to have to go out and see. Uh, that's the one I take the seeds from this time of the year. That okay. Dwarf. You you take it from the dwarf one. Well, there's no... Well, yeah. Uh, the other one doesn't have much fruit. It just has grown much. Fruit. It's... Uh, you know, it's about 12 foot tall and 12 foot wide, and it's just real happy the way it is. So I was thinking maybe it was just a genetic dwarf. Yeah, it could be. And that would, that would be a useful uh, improvement to uh, Changshaw. Well, we're uh, I got a guy that's going to be doing some grafting with that uh, Changshaw. Um, that it, I, I'm growing it for rootstock. Okay. So we're and we're all a bunch of short people. So if if we make it that long to, to grafting and to, to mature trees, I'll uh, I'll have an answer for you. But uh, no, okay. it's 15 years old and not even 15 foot tall. Okay, that's good. That you might have a have a a, a, a winning trait there to to add okay, to Malcolm's I'll, trees. Yeah, I'm starting some seeds from it. I know this is not the time of the year, but I'm getting some seeds started today. Yeah, did did uh, they had a nice article about Malcolm Beck in the uh, Texas Gardener magazine? And I don't I don't know if you take the Texas Gardener magazine, but uh, had a nice article about him in there with pictures that I furnished. And uh, uh, about Malcolm Beck, and got 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 one or two of him and his citrus in there. He loved that loved that Changshaw tangerine, mainly mainly because it would withstand the cold. Yeah, I was sitting there eating them this morning on the lawn chair, trying to get enough seeds to plant. So I'm I'm a big fan of of that variety. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good one. James, are you our new moon planter? Well, the thing is, man, you got two. When it comes to vegetables, you've got short germination and long germination, and extra long germination. Short germination seeds get planted two days before the new moon. Long germination seeds get planted two days before the full full moon. Okay. So your answer is yes. Yes. So when is so I, I I saw that the last new moon was the ninth of October. When is the next new moon? The new moon's gonna be next this month on the what, the seventh or the ninth, somewhere around in know. there. Okay. So what are what would what are folks plant for this new moon? La- they they plant they vote. Well, uh, keep up with the lettuce is what I'm doing. Okay. All right. I was just uh, curious if there was a you were you were uh, you were selling uh, pretty convincingly the uh, success you had with seeds. What did you do for October? I can't remember. Well, when October it's it's always uh, spinach. Um, that sounds lettuce, right. Lettuce. Um, uh, the 
the onions, the, the, the bunching onions, uh, I'd start a lot of those in the greenhouse. I'd do most of my growing in the greenhouse and uh, and then in soil blocks and then finish everything up in the garden because it's easier that way. Instead of planting direct seeding in the garden and, you know, trying to follow that stuff around, it's easier just to grow them in trays in and out of the greenhouse and then uh, once they're three, four weeks old, five weeks old on some of them, put them in the ground and finish them up. So I'm a big fan of, uh, of transplants. Okay. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, Jay. Hey, wait a minute. You, wait a minute. You were talking about onions. Uh, have you ever heard of, uh, let's see, I got a, a note here from uh, somebody trying to locate a perennial onion that he used to grow from small sets. Uh, it, it did not grow a true bulb like 1015, but instead grew bunches year round. Yeah, is it a top set it, onion? Uh, is it called a he, top he, set? I don't know. He said uh, he said he believes it's Allium fistulosum, otherwise known as Welsh. W-E-L-S-H, onion, as I rem- or as I remember them, bunching onions. Oh, uh, there's a lot of onions out there yeah, in a bunch. Yeah, he, not, he said he's not referring to the Egyptian onion or the tree onion. And that's what I'm and, calling a top set. Oh, Okay. Because they have the, those little ball bats or whatever you call them, they set them at the top of the plant. Okay. Uh, I've heard that that name Welsh, but I don't know. I've never grown it before. Oh, okay. He he was just looking for some. Thanks, James. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, thanks. Uh, Talk to you soon. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Normally, I take this time to talk about Millburgers, but I'm going to come back to Millburgers in just a second because I want to talk about you. And I want to thank you on behalf of Millburgers for making last weekend's big Halloween celebration a huge success. What do I mean by a huge success? Well, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center was on hand collecting blood donations, and they exceeded their collection projections thanks to your generosity in donating blood. Speaking of generosity, Millburgers customers donated over $1,700 to help the San Antonio Food Bank in just two days. What a big success. And thank you on behalf of Millburgers for your generosity. Learn more about all the exciting events that are going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com, where you'll find all terrific sale items this week, including landscape shrubs, perennials, ground covers, and much, much more. Learn more at millburgernursery.com and head on over to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. 
This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. My name is Judge Scott Roberts and I'm running for re-election as judge of County Court at Law number 12. My court is a criminal misdemeanor court and I am asking for your vote. Since I was elected 8 years ago, I've presided over 100 criminal jury trials, disposed of over 20,000 cases and reduced the court backlog by over 1,000 cases. I have collected over $4 million in fines, fees, and court costs, including over $300,000 in victim restitution payments. I've doubled the size of the mental health court. Judge Scott Roberts has been married for 32 years and is a man of faith, family, and freedom. I'm Judge Scott Roberts, and I'm asking for your vote. Vote for Judge Scott Roberts, County Court at Law Number 12, endorsed by the San Antonio Police Officers Association and the Bear County Probation Officers Association. Paid for by Scott Roberts for Judge Campaign, Dr. Jim Legler, Treasurer. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi. Hey, this is Jan Johnson. Join us this week on Project One as we highlight the Make-A-Wish Foundation this Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is, you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. All right, give us a call. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Uh, the number to call to be a part of the show. Yeah, when he brought up the roses, um, I was going to tell you that the Belinda's Dream. Man, that's a good rose. <laughs> That's what we thought, man. Yeah, it it just so um, around the neighborhood, I see the 
Uh, Knockout's putting on a second bloom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some uh, buds on the um, Belinda's Dream, but mostly it's just new growth, and it's shooting up. It is probably gone about a foot since Laura cut it. It's probably grown <laughs> up a, at least that, uh, and now with the bloom. She stimulated it. Yeah, she. It, uh, it, it looked horrible. I mean, I just was head in hand going, oh, this is going to be miserable. She goes, no, it's going to be okay. She was right. There you go. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Kevin says it's time to start feeding the birds. Uh-oh. The winter, winter bird feeding program will supplement plants to provide cover and uh, that provide cover and berries, seeds, insects for your landscape. And Calvin says, use suet to bring in the insect-eating birds for observation. Suet's oh, fun. Oh, did you see that that uh, Mongolian duck that they yeah. had in New York? Yeah. Man, that was a beautiful duck, yeah, it wasn't it? It is beautiful. Yeah. How did it get to New York? Well, that's the, that's the mystery. <laughs> they don't know. Okay. It's, technically, it's probably illegal that oh. if somebody brought, brought it uh, from... Uh, the, uh, Mongolia, huh? All over, yeah. It could be Eurasia, any place. Yeah. But, but uh, then, but it's hard to believe that it came in by itself. But they, they occasionally do get confused and come in the wrong place or get in a store. <laughs> so what are they going to do with it? Well, well, they're, they're just, just taking ob- pictures of it. Yeah, just observing. <laughs> Everybody's it. taking pictures. Well, but they made, gonna... made all the. Uh, well, it'll just it'll just hang out. Five with, o'clock news. Uh, okay. With wood, wood ducks or something else. Okay. Yeah, it, I always thought a wood duck was, had to be the prettiest duck around, but that that thing is spectacular. Yeah, it is. It's show, really showy. Hmm. He's going to be pretty lonesome though if he. Yeah. Because he'll be, but I mean there'll be other ducks, but they they won't be. His uh, family life is not going to uh, be the same. No. <laughs> well, he 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 looked like he was enjoying the attention, you know. Yeah. Maybe yes, yeah. I mean, there were people lining the shores to take pictures. Really? Is that, uh, I was thinking to you, is that, if you go and see that duck, can you put that on your bird's list? It depends on... Uh, of what category do you put it on there? Yeah. Exotic but, or... But they're, uh, you know, most of us that have a, a lifeless... Don't have any rules, you know. So we just uh, oh, is that right? Yeah. So you you can put it if you want to, but the, the stricter it would have to be a natural, you know, a, a, a accidental visit, but it was self motivated by the duck rather than somebody a, a pet or somebody that just oh, dropped it off. Yeah, or the zoo. Well, how, how are you gonna prove that? Well, that's the the question. You, it's yeah. almost impossible to prove. Someone, so so but if you some, saw it, would you put it in your book? Uh, probably not. No? No. <laughs> I, I'm kind of inclined. I'd take a picture and put it in my yeah. book. <laughs> I'm going to have to. It was in New York because when I do New York Mongolian duck, all I get is restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's a mandrake. Yeah, that may be no, a, is it what? Was it, a, was it mandrake? What, what I was think it? that's right. Yeah. Oh, mandrake duck. Okay. I'll try that. Because, yeah, I'm getting the little sheet oh, of Mongolian hot pot <laughs> yeah, in Flushing, New York. So I don't think that's the... Uh, I, hope, I hope other people don't think that that... Uh, think, think to use them at a, 
a, a dish instead of a just oh a, wow uh, it is pretty is that the yeah rare mandarin duck makes a splash in central park there you go it is pretty Okay, two one zero. I thought it looked like a it would look like a satsuma since that's a mandarin too. No, yeah, no, but it doesn't. Thanks, thank mandarin you. Mandarin is a is a language or it's a, a place. Yeah, right. it is. A, it's a language. Yeah, mandarin. it's both it's mandarin a, Chinese. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Sorry, we digress. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Well, we were talking birds, man. That's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So Calvin says it's <laughs> that, time to that feed the, the biggest newsmaker of the week was that duck. I mean, it was spectacular, too. They got some good video of it. Uh, and Calvin says sunflower seeds are the favorite of the seed eaters. And thistle seed is a special favorite of goldfinches. Do we have goldfinches yet? Well, we've got, of course, we've got lesser goldfinches all the time. Yeah. And uh, it depends on your neighborhood, but most neighborhoods have lesser goldfinches. If you got any kind of uh, cover or seed production, um, then the, no, the American goldfinches are not are not here yet. Yeah. But they they come in the spring, don't they? Well, they come come late late winter, but yeah. they're they're real ir- irregular. Yeah. Some years you get a lot of them. Some. Some years, you know, don't see any of them. You know, we saw one out at Mitchell Lake sitting on top yeah. of that big tree out there. Yeah. They, uh, pretty distinct. And he would, he would go. I mean, he was pretty. Yeah, and I f- think we used to see them more often than we do now, too. I don't know. If, but uh, they, they, they're, uh, they don't mind uh, winter temps too much, so they're not real... They don't come. They'll only come as far as they need to until they find habitat and, and seeds and things. So we may not see them this year. Yeah. Uh, and then Kevin brings up the fact about the fire ants. Said when soil becomes saturated from the rains, fire ant mounds are moved up in the soil and become more obvious. It's a good time to apply a mound treatment because you can see where they are and you can just drench the mound with active ingredient of spinosad or asaphate. If you want to do it organically, uh, you use spinosad. If you want to do it the good way, you use asaphate or, uh, and you apply, apply it to close to to the mounds close to the garden and other activities. In other words, this is a lot of times when it's dry like it was before the rain started, uh, they'll be in the garden or in compost piles or whatever. You can't see the main mound. Containers, too. Yeah, and containers, too, and you can't drench them. You can't drench them, but when you take this opportunity to to uh, drench the mound, drench the mounds that you see, and that'll keep, kill them out. Just oh. makes it less likely that your pets or your kids or you will get uh, attacked by fire ants yeah. too, because uh, especially if they're close to where you're gardening or uh, kids are playing or pets are are playing. Uh, I th- I think people have gotten kind of you know used to everybody was. 
And I guess some years they, they multiply faster, but it seems like they some years they're thicker than the other years. Maybe maybe that's during the droughty years they go go down and hide. But uh, yeah, I think you, you know we used to make a big deal out of fire ants. That used to be a a major effort in, in the county for fire ant control. Yeah, that was maybe back too when we. We had thoughts of getting them under complete control. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Neil did a good write-up, well, did several good write-ups on on subject matter uh, in today's paper. And uh, he he brought up a a topic that uh, we get a lot of at this time of the year. And that is, is it too late to plant? Is it too late to plant sod this year? And Neil did a good job handling that. He said, uh, said uh, parts of South Texas, for example, may never have a freeze, and St. Augustine may stay green all winter. Uh, but the the the, the 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 up north Texas, up around Dallas and Fort Worth, and up in that area. Uh, sometimes uh, newly established lawns can can be severely damaged in a in a when it has some extreme cold temperatures. But uh, he, he, Neil said my answer has always been that unless you live unless you're in deep South Texas, which we are, it's better to wait until spring. Now. I think Millburger sells. I was going to ask uh, ask him about that, ask uh, Trace about that a while ago. But uh, I think we sell sod here 365 days a year. I think so. Yeah. So. uh, Well, and we've gotten more comfortable with recommending you put sod down all year round here than we. Yeah. I remember like. 1990 and before back in the, those days we were a little hesitant in the in the fall but we haven't seen that much after damage. the after the hundred year freeze right yeah I guess but uh, we had two hundred year freezes back there so we shouldn't have another hundred year freeze for another hundred years Matthew. I don't think it works that way it doesn't work that way why do they call it a hundred year freeze I don't know anymore. <laughs> Very confusing. We had uh, a question come in and said, "Is November a good time to lay St. Augustine sod?" We lost most of our grass this summer, and as far as the answer was, the St. Augustine grass is sold year-round in San Antonio. In November, is November a good time to plant? I guess that depends on how much faith. You put in global warming. Look at you, forest, and where and whether or not there will be a hard freeze before the sod has a good root system established. To me, the price of sod is is sufficient to make me a little uncomfortable. Now that forest, he's he's older, you know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, certainly after October fifteenth. But see, I'm young and 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 uh, optimistic, Milton. 
Yes. So I I think we can plant it year-round. Now, the, the, this is, conversation is about St. Augustine, but uh, Georgia won't freeze, will it? Well, it certainly goes dormant faster than yeah, St. Augustine. Yeah, it goes yeah. dormant. Yeah. But, you know, they use Georgia north. North, yeah. In the northern area. Yeah. So, so I don't. I don't think. I don't think you'd have to worry about the freeze and. Uh, well, it's Georgia. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I think there's still some potential if there's no, no root, root system, system and it's not. But I, I think there's less of a chance of anything happening if you, as long as you follow the recommended uh, process for putting it down and and watering it and everything. Some people, what what happens too? It goes dormant, and then they declare it's dead, and then don't don't take care of it, and then it is it ends up getting dead. Uh, we're busy planting our blue bonnet colors. Yeah. Uh, this last week, and I appreciate all the uh, volunteers that showed up from Master Gardeners as well as uh, the garden volunteers to come and. And help clean out our beds at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. Have you have you visited the San Antonio Botanical Garden since they've done all that new renovation out there? No, it's spectacular. Is it? What's uh, the emphasis? Uh, beside the uh, well, they scarecrow. Got, they've got several several uh, sections, and uh, sections some sections for the children and. That they can play in the water. Oh, wow. And, uh, I mean, it's it's well done. Uh, Bob Brackman, Brackman gave me, uh, he's a, he's the uh, administrator out there, and he gave me a special tour hey. of, of the Botanical Garden on Thursday. So, uh, and, and I mean, I, I was very impressed. I, you know, I don't even recognize it as... Uh, as, as the old botanical garden. I mean, they've changed. Well, especially since Paul Cox isn't there. Well, yeah. For years and years and years, that's so, how we so, recognize. So if you haven't been to the botanical garden lately, of course, they're still under construction and uh, everything. But uh, And they're transitioning the, to a private. Yeah, they transition. Uh, like the uh, same kind of structure, I think, as the zoo. Well, oh, wow. Right? semi semi yeah, semi-private. But they've done a good job. Bob has done a, done a wonderful job out there with that with that renovation of the botanical garden. But anyway, we're we're doing blue bonnets, and uh, we were clean cleaning out the, our bed out there. We have a they give us a little uh, bed and plots out there to to grow the colored colored colorful blue bonnets, and. Uh, uh, we also have given some some of the scarified seed. I have to scarify all the seed before we plant it. Uh, so we will have blue bonnet transplants uh, in about a in about a month or so. For, so uh, uh, if you do, I, I had a call from a lady. Do we have a few here? Still? I don't think so. I don't know if they have blue bonnet transplants yet. They did. They had some. Uh, yeah, about they a month did. Ago. Like oh, a, did they? 
as okay. late as last week, I thought. Yeah. But when uh, I think they were all running the blue. Who wants blue? Uh, Everybody wants they're gonna, blue. They're going to have maroon, maroon mm. and red. Uh, no, and burnt I, orange yet, though. Not yet. No. We're working on that. If we ever find one, we'll, we'll, we'll save it. If, if I can keep Dr. Stein from uh, uh, pulling it up. <laughs> you know. Those Aggies have got an attitude about them. Now. They do. But uh, anyway, the... Uh, We'll have to have quite a few blue bonnet transplants uh, available in about uh, 30 to 40 days, depending on how the weather. And and the reason I bring that up is because of the seed shortage this year, uh, big time seed shortage because of the rains that came and. That sounds familiar, us. doesn't it, Milton? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wipe the wipe the seed, wipe the. They weren't able to get in to harvest the seed, so there's a great seed shortage. This uh, is a, a little uh, lady called me at uh, on on my uh, called me about. She wanted. She said, "There's a big vacant field." I don't know how much money she had, but she said there's a big vacant field next to my my house, and I thought it would be wonderful. To look out there and see a field full of blue bonnets, and uh, and but she didn't know where to get the seed. I said, "This is not the year for this project because uh, the seed there's very little seed available. None, none, no seed in bulk, and the seed that is available is uh, is very expensive because dollar, of the rarity. Dollar ninety nine for your." Twelve seeds. That's get a yeah oh, for an acre. <laughs> that's a, yeah yeah. So much for your retirement. So I told her to I told her to keep keep that plan in in the back of her mind, and maybe next year we'll have a, a bumper crop. All right, we need to take a break, and while we do, you give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Normally, I take this time to talk about Millburgers, but I'm going to come back to Millburgers in just a second because I want to talk about you. And I want to thank you on behalf of Millburgers for making last weekend's big Halloween celebration a huge success. What do I mean by a huge success? Well, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center was on hand collecting blood donations, and they exceeded their collection projections thanks to your generosity in donating blood. Speaking of generosity, Millburgers customers donated over $1,700 to help the San Antonio Food Bank in just two days. What a big success. And thank you on behalf of Millburgers for your generosity. To learn more about all the exciting events that are going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com, where you'll find all terrific sale items this week, including landscape shrubs, perennials, ground covers, and much, much more. Learn more at millburgernursery.com and head on over to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. 
If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. The following advertisement is paid for by Patrick Von Dolan. Howdy. My name is Patrick Von Dolan. And on behalf of the San Antonio Family Association, I want to share a word of encouragement with you to go vote yes on the San Antonio Propositions. It's time for we the people to be listened to again. This can be achieved by voting yes on Propositions A, B, and C. You have a chance to restore the people's voice in local government by voting for Proposition A. You know that Proposition A would make San Antonio City Charter consistent with the state of Texas law for over 1,200 other Texas cities, including the city of Austin and Houston. We don't have time to wait to save San Antonio from the ever-increasing local government tax and spend policies. A richly funded special interest group is misleading voters. It's time to bring common sense back to San Antonio. It's time to have more government accountability before citizens. It's time to vote yes on Propositions A, B, and C. We appreciate your time and consideration to vote yes on Proposition A, B, and C. For more information, go to SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. The Birthday Club is a great way to celebrate your birthday all month long. When you sign up online at 930amtheanswer.com, you'll get a happy birthday email from us, plus coupons from great businesses like Southwest Exteriors, Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Belden's Automotive, and the Mellow Mushroom. Don't miss out on being a Birthday Club member. Sign up today at 930amtheanswer.com. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat. Do business with a like-minded company. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Here's Dixie Bishop. Thanks, Mike. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Thanks for the memory of rainy afternoons, swingy Harlem tunes, motor trips and burning lips and burning toast and prunes. How lovely it was. Thanks for the memory. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867. All right, you're okay to ask it on the air? Sure. All right, what you got there? Well, we've got a Monterey Oak kit that we bought about a year and a half or two years ago from, from here. And it's got some kind of ash on it, and uh, the leaves are being eaten up a lot, and a little black tip on it. Do you want me to pass it to Calvin? I can. No, okay. Curie's well, the, diagnosed it. The, uh, the black tip, the little tips that are burned back, is an indication of root stress, some, some way the root stress. Now, is that too much water? Is that. Uh, well, we, haven't, of, we haven't oh, had too much water, have we? 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, with all the rains, or okay. uh, too little water, but it's not severe. Okay. See, it's just, it's just a little bit. And so, so since the tree is so young, I imagine it's just getting established. Yeah, and you all planted it too. So. Yeah. Well, it it it, it looks good. I mean, it looks healthy and everything. Good. But that that's just probably too much water in there. Uh, have you got any other? So we tell new, God to stop raining. Do what? We tell God to stop raining on us. So yeah, right. Yeah, but like I said, there's nothing okay. severe to be to be worried about. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a fringe benefit of being. Honest. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I thought he was bringing that to me. But anyway, the the this is a, a, a caterpillar, a little old caterpillar, and he's already gone. They've already gone. Uh, and uh, I, I I wouldn't worry about either one of these problems. In other uh, words, I, I, well, I, if you're not worried about it, we're not going to worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if you'd have known this was going to happen before it happened, uh, you could have sprayed a, a bacillus, a BT product, on there. And uh, you may even have one at home. Yeah, thuricide or bioworm killer. Or, some of those, but see, it, it's not going to do any good now. The thing is done a little damage and and has pupated and it's gone its merry way. Is there any is there any um, feed that we should put around the around the tree to make sure the roots are okay? You said there might be. Uh, the tree last you bought it last year, right? About a year and a half ago, yeah. Okay. Uh, you'd probably want to fertilize it in the spring. Okay. With a with a nineteen five nine slow release fertilizer. Excellent, thank. Perfect. All right, but, thanks, but, man. Uh, it looks good. I mean, the foliage looks good and everything <laughs> looking we good. We love the tree, and Milburgers did a great job of planting and everything. So appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. They did. I, a, they, I didn't have to. They, dig they the kept hole. you out of the hospital, That's right? right? I didn't have to dig the hole. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> Okay, thank you for coming by. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, and, uh, man. Don't worry about that. Appreciate it very, very much. You will. Thanks for coming on the air. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace is up here with us, and uh, this is soon to be... Uh, are we going to talk about it, or are we going to wait? No, we can talk about it now. I think we brought uh, french one. fries for bait so that we could catch the... Yeah, so we pay attention. Yeah. This one specifically because... David talked about it. Yeah. He's, he's, and it's actually a good idea. So I can't. He, he didn't talk about this. He just talked about a pecan picker-upper, which I, I, I figured that nobody knew what he was talking about, but this is it. That's it. But not all pecan picker-uppers would work. It's got to have the gaps between the wires to be small. Now, we didn't talk about this on the air. No. You said nobody knows what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you're right. Nobody knows what we're talking that's about. That's true. Except you and I. Uh, well, that's <laughs> important. <laughs> so At tell me what you're do. talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, this morning I was listening to David Rodriguez's show by accident. I don't do that at all. <laughs> but uh, he, somebody called in and was was concerned about all the acorns falling in their yard, and they were worried that they were going to take root and, I guess, uh, cover its whole yard with a little seedling oaks. But that, that never seems to happen. No. Uh, and uh, David said uh, if, they, if they do sprout, 
just mow them down, mow them down, and that'll probably kill them, especially when they're young. And uh, the the guy was uh, the fellow that called in, or, or a woman, I forget which it was. I said, to she she should she pick them up? And uh, you start putting picking up all the acres in your yard, you go you go have a, a full time beauty. Yeah, and I think uh, there's a lot of yards like mine. We've got plenty of spare deer, yeah, and birds and uh, squirrels that if absolutely, they absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Of course, if she picked them up, and she could just drag them over to the neighborhood, you know. <laughs> Uh, that, that David recommended that if you do pick them up, uh, to pile them out somewhere that the deer or the yeah. squirrels or, or even birds can get them. Put them on the road and they get ro- dri- driven over and it really draws in all oh, the Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, they got so they don't even fly away sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we, we, David was mentioning to use a pecan picker upper. I'm using his term. Uh, pecan picker up to uh, to pick up the acorns, and I never had really thought about that. I, I guess that would work. And so I come over to Millburgers, and they've got a pecan, uh, a neat new pecan picker upper, uh, and, and it's also good for pecans, of course. Mm-hmm. But that would pick up acorns too. I think we're going to rename this one an acorn picker upper. Hey, acorn picker upper. So you have both now. Yes, we do. You carry the pecan picker upper and the acorn we picker do. upper. We do. We have both. Yeah. There's probably more acorns need to be picked up than, uh, or want to be picked up other than uh, pecans. Especially people think? who like to walk barefooted through their yard. Oh, yeah, you cannot man. do it. My poor dog doesn't even like to go out in the front yard anymore because it hurts your little paws. So am I going to sell you one of these? Uh, I already have one. I have a pecan picker upper. Uh, <laughs> I have a big orange one. It looks like a... Yeah, but that's not going to work. The gaps between the wires are too big. I don't know. I don't think so. I'll go I'll go practice. I'm just All going right. to mow them down. I'm going to... All right. i got to cut the grass anyway, so I was thinking... Yeah. That I, what's going to happen with all those pecans? What used to happen with the pecans when you cut the, the, the grass was we didn't have the mulch part that blocked that thing. Man, <laughs> you kind of, you kind of, yeah, you kind of hear dun, 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 pew, and slam against the house. But, so. And those uh, cut up pecans and acorns, too, are the ones that really get stuck in their dog's feet. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. Pieces. Well, always, yeah, always but anyway, this pieces. is a pecan picker-upper that you can also use as an acorn picker-upper. And you just press and down, and then it these, pushes. This in. is a new item at Millburgers. Yes, it is. $25. Well worth not having to bend over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, especially if you well, got pecans. You, Could you? Well, well never mind. You, when you're talking about acorns, you, you, as many as they are, and they're kind of deep in the grass, the, the, the sad thing about acorns is, yeah, as far as mowing them, is that they're down in the grass. Yeah, I didn't know. know whether they were going to. They're, they're not high enough up, and people are using mulching mowers. They just kind of put them there, but but uh, we never have, you know, we ne- we, we don't look at. Uh, I, I know you can get some seedling, not very many, oaks, but yeah, we but don't expect you, very many seedling. Yeah, you oaks. don't expect many seedling no. oaks. Why? Because we have squirrels. Oh, okay. And birds. I mean, white-winged doves and grackles and blue jays. Yeah, they're all. After them, and then all, all the littler birds will take advantage of them if they get 
stepped on and run over. And uh, and then if you got deer in your neighborhood, the deer eat them up too readily. Man, there's a lot. People, people, we we have this big argument going in some neighborhoods that, uh, uh, and people say some people say that deer don't eat, do not eat grass. Mm-hmm. And so we say, well, what? Of course, this makes Forrest Appleton nuts. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> because he got pictures of deer eating grass. And uh, the people that that want to believe that they don't eat grass is to say that uh, they're getting the acorns out of the grass. You know, they look like they're eating grass, but they're actually getting the acorns out of the grass. And what does Forrest say? No. (laughs) I always blame blame it that they're eating the the horse herb rather than the other broadleaf weeds. In my neighborhood, it's... Pretty easy because all those trees and everything. You don't not very many folks have a pure grass lawn. You know, yeah. you certainly don't with Bermuda because of the the shade and San Augustine the same thing. Now the re- the reason people don't believe they eat grass is because they eat what is it? Browse. Browse. Oh, okay. Browse. Yeah, well, broadleaf stems and leaves. And the de- the de- the truth of the matter is that they will eat some grass. But they have to have brows. All right. Here you go. So we're going to say goodbye for today. But you know what? We're back tomorrow here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Why don't you gather up your gardening questions and come by and visit with us tomorrow up here on the porch from noon to 2. We'll be happy to. It will be a beautiful day. And it will be great to have you come visit with us. Let's talk about tomatoes a little bit, Jerry, tomorrow, too. You got it. I'll remind you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.